Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Last Week in Basketball Playoff Edition. That's right, we're back, and we're here to recap some of the most important storylines and highlights that happened this past seven days in the NBA. I am your co-host, Mowgli, and sitting next to me, as always, the man, the myth, the Mal. Welcome back, guys. Thank you for showing up. Hey, Mal, guess what? What? This is our 100th episode! (laughs) Heck yeah, everybody. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for coming along for the ride. We'll do more of a proper shout-out at the end of this episode, but we just wanted to start it off with some good energy, some good vibes, and some good basketball. Let's get into it, shall we? Let's do this. The number one seed Phoenix Suns versus the number eight NOLA Pelicans. We both had game six, right? Mm-hmm. What are you taking away from this? Damn, CP3 has some gas left in the tank. 33 points, 14 of 14 field goals. That is an NBA playoff record. Eight assists, five rebounds against the team that drafted him and after having one of his worst performances of all time in game four. Dude, they didn't want to go to game seven. That's like... Honest could be like extremely embarrassing for them right now. Overall, I think it was a scary first round for Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, they were tested, but they passed the test, especially without Booker. They managed to do all that stuff. They are facing the Mavs in the second round. Game one of that series is going to be on May 2nd, and we'll get to our predictions later on. But uh, let's move on to New Orleans and their future. Brandon Ingram, CJ McCollum, all of those youngsters. I was seeing right now there's a there's a report CJ wants to retire a Pelican. Uh, head coach Willie Green, very emotional after being eliminated. I wanted to get your thoughts on on his emotions. To be honest, I didn't really hear why he cried. I'm pretty sure it was because he's friends with CP3. It was an astonishing moment, uh, especially for the Pelicans to get this far, especially when we were trashing them at the beginning of the season and like we just seen this upswing pretty much until like the last two weeks before the playoff play-ins, actually. I agree, Malv. I think the Pelicans, they deserve an A for the season, considering how they were at one point, 9-21 this season. Uh, you had all of those Zion issues, um, but like Willie Green and the culture he's established there, um, Zion, CJ, all the young pieces. There was this report I just came across that said that CJ is willing to retire a Pelican. Uh, bright future, bright future. When do you think they'll be back? Hopefully next season, but then that's something I figure out, like what to do with Zion. Like you said, and I think this playoffs proved it, like maybe Brandon Ingram should be the focus of this team because when CJ McCollum came in through the trade, this boosted them. And you could just see this tandem together, they work well. And they won a few games. So like maybe that's the new team, but I know they don't want to lose in on their investment, you know, but if he's not interested, like, Oh, he's interested. Did you see that report? <laughs> he's willing to sign it as soon as possible, right? Um, I like this team without him, though. I feel like Brandon Ingram is the star of this team. Uh, shout out to Larry Nance Jr. as well. Valiant effort on an elimination game. So both of those former Lakers, they, they balled. We'll see what happens. Moving on to the next series, the number four Dallas Mavericks versus the number five Utah Jazz. Dallas wins this series 4-2. to two. Game six had a final score of 98-96. Dallas will face the Suns in round two. We mentioned that game, May 2nd. Takeaways from this. With or without Luka, the Mavs did it. You know, so it it shows their grit. Jalen Brunson, he's going to get paid this summer. (laughs) That's what it showed. Damn, it just shows like every time someone's about to get paid, they do very, very well. (laughs) But, you know, keep up the momentum. Like, it sucked for the Jazz, you know. Like, what what year is this where we expect them to do better? 
I had the Jazz winning in six in this series. I think Utah lost that game more than Dallas won that game when I was looking back at it. There was a costly turnover by Mike Conley. Bogdanovich, he missed that shot. That was a great look, though. Did you see that? No, I didn't watch this game, actually. He fakes a three. The defender goes by. He takes it. Solid look. It just didn't go in. Um, but this is uh, this is very unfortunate for them. I think this is going to be a, a semi-rebuild. They have to really evaluate head coach, Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, all that stuff, right? Straight up. Gobert and Mitchell kind of remind me of the modern-day Chris Paul and Blake Griffin. Uh, I don't know if this is the final straw for them. I think so. I know you put a lot into Rudy Gobert, but I feel like he's just not gelling well with the, you know this team. He's great on 2K. This team is great on 2K. <laughs> That's why I'm like, oh, man, this is this reminds me of like those Clippers teams uh, that they had a lot of potential, but you know they weren't ultimately able to. You know, yeah, pass this at the second round at least, you know? <laughs> yeah, make it to the conference finals. Yeah, yeah, very true. All right, let's move on to the next game that took place last night. The number four Philadelphia 76ers defeat the number five Toronto Raptors game six. Congrats on my coach Doc Rivers and for Chris Paul for not blowing a three-game series lead. That's the power of Hulu. <laughs> what are your takeaways? The 76ers shouldn't have been pushed this far, I feel. You know, they again. They were playing with their food. Mm-hmm, straight up. And I feel this more than the Phoenix Suns. I feel like the Phoenix Suns were actually hit with somebody like what, that didn't want to lose but knew who their match was. And I feel in this one, they kind of like, okay, now we can win. You know, like, that's what that fear I was getting from the Raptors. And to be honest, if if they would have lost and gone to a game seven or have lost in the series to the Raptors, like, this would have just been embarrassing for the 76ers. Congrats on Toronto, though. They fought valiantly. Scotty Barnes, rookie of the year. Rookie of the year. Best game of the series? Oh, I don't know. I think it's game three for me. Game three for you? Yeah, because that was the MB three-pointer with like oh, yeah, 0.9 the... seconds in overtime. I like that one. Yeah, that one's a good one. Yeah, yeah, very competitive. That was at Toronto. That's when, you know, the sweep was, was very much in play. So good on, good on Toronto, good on Philadelphia, and they're moving on to the next round, and I think that's where we're going to go ahead into, Malv. Round two, fight! <laughs> <laughs> round two predictions. Let's start with the East. Let's go to the number one Miami Heat versus the number four Philadelphia 76ers. Regular season record this season was split 2-2. Two and two. The major storyline I'm looking forward to is Joel Embiid versus Jimmy Butler. Has the apprentice surpassed the instructor? I don't think they're actually going to be playing each other one-on-one, no. so to speak. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, it, it's like... Leadership. Jimmy- the leadership. That's what it is, man. Like, you know, because they played together before at Philly, you know, it made sound like Joel Embiid wanted him to stay. And it's like, you know, at the time, just couldn't, you know, with all the drama they had there. So he got shipped out and kind of kept that mentality during this NBA season, I feel, MB did because because Ben Simmons was out, you know. So for me, everybody's talking, and we've seen it, the Heat defense. But how we were talking about earlier, I don't know if the Heat defense could handle the 76ers. Wow, all right. I think Bam Adebayo might have something to say there, right? <laughs> he felt disrespected. We're going to see that matchup. And Bam versus Embiid, I'm looking forward to that. Um, the biggest X factors for me for each team is going to be Kyle Lowry for Miami and Tobias Harris for Philadelphia. Okay, Danny like, Green, he needs to step up too. Fu- yeah. And also, another player to look out for is Matisse Thibel. He's going to be involved mm-hmm. more because he won't have to miss of those those games because of his vaccination status, right? He should be Butler's primary defender. Mav, what are you predicting? 
76ers and seven, a hard seven. Oh, <laughs> I actually think that's going to be it, too. I like Sixers and six, though, just to six. play with the uh, alliteration. Get out of here. <laughs> or Sixers smash and six. Get right? out of here, college boy. <laughs> Breaking news. Joel Embiid out indefinitely. Sixers star sideline after suffering orbital fracture. Concussion in game six win. Dang. It's on James Harden now. Let's see if he can uh you know he can win a playoff series. It's gonna be tough though. If Embiid can't come back, I'm probably going heat in six, maybe five. Back to Malvin Mowgli. Alright, alright. Moving on to the next series in the East. The number two Boston Celtics versus the number three Milwaukee Bucks. Man, this is going to be good. The regular season was split two and two between both of these teams. Uh, the main storyline I am looking forward to seeing here is Giannis versus Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Chris Middleton, he's expected to be out for the duration of this entire second round. So Milwaukee is going to be down their second best player. Can Giannis unleash the Greek strength in him to the next level? I want to see Shaq-like levels of dominance in this. And uh, can he do it? That's what I'm looking forward to. Well, we'll see. I highly... mm, I don't know. Milwaukee is defending champions. I think Giannis knows what he needs to do to take it to the next level. True. I want to see averages of like 37 and 14 rebounds. Fuck. Well, what the fuck? That'd be insane. That'd be insane. <laughs> you think, I, maybe one game. I I'll give you be- one game. I'll give you one game. It cost us with Wizards. We could. <laughs> but the Celtics are in such an upswing. Come on. Boston, though, you're right, Mal. They got the defensive player of the year. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown look like they're finally hitting that next level. And you got all the others too, right? Robert Williams, he just came back from his injury. Al Horford, Daniel Tice, they're still doing uh, stuff to contribute to the team. And I think those are all viable options for bodies on Giannis. What are your predictions? This one's hard for me. This one is hard, dude. This is this second round is going to be sick, though. It is, yeah. but it's hard because like, I know the Celtics are my enemy. But like, you know, I've been championing them. Like, you know, I'm like, come on, guys. Like, you can do better. And you know what? They've showed they've they're doing better. And like the Bucks, you can never go against the defending fucking champions. And like you said, Giannis, he does improve himself. I don't think he wants to go down, you know, being I don't. defending champions. I'm not going out like that. But like I got two predictions, bro. Two? Well, my head and my heart. Alright, alright, let's hear him. My heart wants Celtics in seven. But my head says Bucks in six. Bucks in six. Yeah. Alright, alright. I have Bucks in seven. We'll see what happens there, dude. Wait, Mal, before we get to the Western Conference, though, uh, we got to talk about Brooklyn because they're not getting away. No, 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 no. Brooklyn, they got bounced in the first round. Not only that, they got swept. Who has the most responsibility for such a disappointing season? Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, or Ben Simmons? Ooh. You have to give it all starts at the root of the problem, Kyrie Irving and the whole vaccination process. This team is very tough because they're so talented offensively. Uh, but the main issue, and I don't think it has been corrected yet, is a vocal leader. Someone really needs to step up. Kevin AD. Durant, right. yeah, <laughs> he has been you know susceptible to that criticism. Kyrie has also been not the best leader. And they're, be- they're not bus drivers, fool. <laughs> oh, man, that sketch was savage, right? Wow, uh, inside. Hey, but it's looking true. Look, at you guys are fucking, you guys are on the same wavelength because that's the leadership. Where's Katie and Kyrie's leadership? The ones that they said, well, with their actions, that they wanted to be leaders. 
Kyrie was gone out of Cleveland because of fucking LeBron. He didn't want to be fucking Robin. Fucking KD, he didn't want to be seen as Robin, even though I think he was just like, it was like Superman and Batman teaming up, you know? But now, like, they're affecting their own legacy with the their, I'm going to say, like, kind of like cupcake stuff they're doing now. All those are valid, Malv. Ben Simmons, though, he was expected to play game four. He was listed as out. He informed the Nets that he has a, quote, mental block that could trigger his back injury. The internet has not been kind to Ben Simmons this past year. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Let's move on to the actual round two playoffs and the people still in there. Western Conference, the number one Phoenix Suns versus the number four Dallas Mavericks. Regular season, Dallas lost that season series 0-3. So can Phoenix contain Luka Doncic in the playoffs? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to think so as well. I think this goes back to um, Utah losing that series more than Dallas is winning that series. Mm. I, I they do think they have a, a valiant fight, but I just think the way Phoenix was pushed without Booker and you know how they kind of bonded together and Chris Paul really came out in that closeout game, uh, this is going to be very, very uh, uh, momentum. Booster. Well, he's showing you, like, you need that veteran leadership still. Like, you know, even though his age and then his physical abilities have been limited, or not limited, but diminished, mm-hmm. like, he can still come through. And you got to figure out the X factor right now is how injured is Luka still. And Devin Booker. And Devin Booker, you know. Will but, like, team- but like you just said, well, they both were kind of the same, but it shows, like, because we were talking shit to each other earlier off air of, like, is Chris, does Chris Paul need Devin Booker to win? And then we both said yes. And the other thing is, can he win without Devin Booker? Kind of no, but he can win games, which he just showed, like, you know, his perfect fucking 100% game he just had. Oh, and you got people who want it. Who fucking wants it? Crowder, Aiton. IJ. <laughs> you saw the FJ Crowder shirts? Yeah, you, you sent me the video, and I was oh, like, damn, man. that's going to be some fuel right there. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Uh, what are your predictions? Uh, I want to say Suns and Six. Stop it! <laughs> Get out of my head! <laughs> Let's see if we're How right. How many this episodes up. have you guys done together, huh? Hundred, huh? Oh shit! <laughs> I also have sons and six. Thank you, Arnold. And then for the final second round series, the number three Golden State Warriors are currently waiting for the winner of the Memphis Grizzlies versus the Minnesota Timberwolves. We know it's Memphis. Hopefully, yeah. it is Memphis. <laughs> Very briefly, though, I want to talk about Denver because they were eliminated by Golden State. I just saw this report that the Nuggets center Nikola Jokic said he is willing to sign the supermax to stay in Denver if they offer it. No shit. Yes. I want to leave that much money off the table, bro. Come on. No, and he can probably be the franchise player of Denver as well. I thought he was. Like, like of all time. <laughs> all time? Yeah, I think he has potential. It's going to be Carmelo? He can surpass Carmelo. What? He's already made it to the Western Conference Finals, hey, right? Hey, hey, Carmelo hey, that don't matter. Well, and he already won an MVP. He didn't win either. He ain't got no sick-ass braids for. Right. <laughs> all right, all right. Shout out to, to the Joker. Uh, we'll see what happens there. But let's get to the final remaining first-round series. My favorite series so far. Number two, Grizzlies versus the number seven, Timberwolves. Currently, Memphis is leading this series three to two after probably one of the best playoff dunks, right, of all oh, time. Yeah. Sick. Dang, bro. It was uh, a statement dunk, like yeah. they say. <laughs> yes, yes. Like, the intensity of that reminded me of when, like, DeAndre Jordan slammed on Brandon Knight. Fuck. You remember that? No, that was so fucking way back, bro. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was savage. It was savage. But uh, game six is scheduled tonight. So this episode will probably be uploaded by the time Game 6 is over. So uh, what are your predictions for Game 6? Give this team to Anthony Edwards. It's his now. Oh, shit. It is, though. We've been saying that. All right, see? You've been talking about me and all this hate. I'm just speaking truth bombs here. John Morant, he scored the last 13 points in Game 5. 
back and forth between Anthony Edwards and John Morant. And then John Morant, he goes with the layup right there. Call me. I know, savage at the that, end. That was crazy. Um, I have game six going to Memphis as well because I want to see Memphis versus Golden State. That's yeah, going to be a fast game, I feel. But I do think Minnesota will put up a very good fight. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to the injured list. <laughs> Welcome to the injured list where we recap recent player injuries as well as players returning from injuries. Man, let's start off with Chris Middleton. We mentioned him earlier. He has a grade two MCL sprain. He is expected to miss the full second round versus the Boston Celtics. Very, very tough blow. Let's see if they can survive without him. Joel Embiid, he has a thumb injury. Surgery is required, but he is going to wait until after the season to correct it. Breaking news. Just reminding y'all that in addition to that thumb injury, Embiid has an orbital fracture and a concussion. He is out indefinitely. As for the Miami Heat, Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry, Tyler Hero, P.J. Tucker all missed practice on Friday due to injuries. Yeah, injuries have really decimated that series. Oh, yeah, yeah. Back to Malvin Mowgli. Uh, a couple other players that missed games. Zach Levine, he missed their elimination game as well. Health and safety protocols. He, he needs that money. <laughs> yeah, that's basically. He, he don't want to hurt himself for next year. <laughs> Alec Caruso, he missed uh, the game as well. I think concussion-like symptoms. Fred Van Vliet, his Boot hip leg. injury. <laughs> Bootleg. <laughs> What's wrong with Fred? Uh, Donovan Mitchell, he came back from his injury. Devin Booker came back from his injury. Luka came back. Uh, Robert Williams also came back. I think that's it for the injuries this week. Very briefly, let's do some Lakers talk. We got three important things in Lakers news this week. The Utah Jazz just lost their playoff series. Against the Mavericks, so already we're already seeing the Quinn Snyder to the Lakers rumors. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, A couple weeks earlier, it was reported that Quinn Snyder was a bit uh, turned off by the way they handled the Frank Vogel firing. So what are your thoughts? I don't know if he has enough clout. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Like Doc? (laughs) I love that. You know... He's a solid coach, though. No, no, I'm I'm with you. Like, I think he has, like, the mindset, you know, like, the pressure. So being under, like, the media's eye in L.A., I don't think would phase him as much. But, again, I feel he has, like, the personality to hold it because Frank Vogel sometimes felt like he was dying under the mic, you know, like, under the microscope. They, like, or either that or he just sweats so much, you know, that he just looks like he's fucking nervous. And I feel like Quinn, he's been through it. He knows it. He's failed. So maybe, you know, coming to another, like, storied franchise will, like, re you know, re Coming back. Remember, he was an assistant. Wait, Malv, it looks like we're getting another candidate to interview for the head coaching position. Getting this from Bleach Report right now. Lakers to interview Darvin Ham. He was a former Lakers assistant. He is a current Bucks assistant for their head coach opening. This is according to Shams. Thoughts? He definitely doesn't have enough clout to be the coach. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we'll see. At least they're looking all around the league to try and find a fucking new head coach. You remember who Darvin Ham was? He was the Derek Fisher lookalike, the bulky no. Derek Fisher. Look at him. That was him. Uh, <laughs> looks more like Ron Harper. You think so? I think so, like a fat Ron Harper. <laughs> a former player. Was he a former player? Probably full. Darvin Ham. He was a former player. Yeah, I bet you. Random ass team. Yeah. Let's see. MowgliHoops.com. He was a 2004 NBA champ. He played for the Nuggets. Pacers, the Wizards, the Bucks, play for the Pistons, the Hawks, 
and the Pistons. He won a championship mm, with the Pistons. I don't remember him on that team. Yeah, uh, good on him. Good on him. Fair All right, way. cool. Moving on to the next Lakers news. Longtime Lakers training staff member Judy Seto, no longer with the team. Uh, very interesting. This was like Kobe's right hand when he tore his Achilles. Like he called Judy like the most integral piece for his rehab. Uh, she's no longer with the Lakers. She's been relieved of her duties. I'm looking at some of these Twitter takes right now, and it looks like Harrison Fagan makes an interesting point. This is what he's saying. This is the third time in four seasons that Rob Palinka and Kurt Rambis' front office has fired the person at the top of their training staff. Marco Nunez in 2019 and Nina Shea in 2021 are the others. Interesting, interesting. Uh, but I do think that all the other teams are also suffering from injuries, right? Mm-hmm. You could see that like in the playoffs right now. I think what this is is the bubble catching up to all the teams. Uh, it's tough, it's tough, but it is what it is. Let's end it on a bit of lighter news. We do have some cool Kobe Mambasita sneakers dropping soon, right? Uh, you know, we got the preview, like a random preview a few weeks ago when they we heard the announcement happening that they reached a deal with Nike. And now they dropped even, like, closer pictures. Like, I want a pair. That black and white is just so simple, but it looks so good, especially with the, like, it's like snakeskin, like, black, right? Like, yeah, it, looks, it dope. looks really dope. They're called the Kobe 6 Protos, the Mambasita Sweet 16. They're honoring Gigi Bryant. They're going to be dropping May 1st. They're going to be released exclusively through the Sneakers app. Never so they're already that. gone. Can't. <laughs> they're yeah, already, already gone. gone. I never, I've never won on there. Uh, I've got the, it on there. Like fucking robots, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And I'm too stupid to use one and too poor to get one. <laughs> Damn robots. <laughs> what did we do? <laughs> Why are you hating, bro? <laughs> Fuck you, mouse. <laughs> Is that it for today's get episode? Get out of here, Johnny Five. Ay, 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 ay. That's Alpha. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> That's Power Rangers. Uh, hey, who are you taking, Johnny Five or Alpha? Oh, fuck. Well, Johnny Damn. Five, fool, because Alpha's a little baby, fool. Yeah, right. I'm taking Johnny Five because he's got a short circuit. <laughs> get, get out of here. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to conclude it for today's episode of Last Week in Basketball. We hope you had a blast listening. We always have a blast recording. Questions, comments, anything like that, feel free to email us at malvinmogley at gmail.com. Subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast. And one more thing, follow us on social media, will ya? At malv underscore n underscore mogley. We mentioned earlier that this was our 100th episode. So, Mal, go ahead and let the audience know what were some of your favorite moments of these past 100 episodes. Well, I gotta say, you know, just, you know, thank you guys for listening. You know, make sure you subscribe and share, okay? We need more love out here. Yes, we do. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my, my favorite was the 420 episode. You know, we, uh, we indulged ourselves in the celebration of that day and recorded an episode, and I thought it was hilarious. And uh, I wish policy here was like that every day. <laughs> <laughs> we probably wouldn't get work done. Yes, but, yes, yes. You know, that and I think like uh, Charles Barkley, who we had mod- moderate one of our episodes. Oh, thanks, guys. I appreciate that. No problem, Chuck. You're a really decent bus driver. <laughs> Those are sick episodes. Uh, I love the introduction of Reboot. Our first episode of that, you know, the, the Krampus and the Santa Claus was so funny. Uh, theme team was great. What we did for Spooktober. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for supporting. We definitely want to get more fan interaction going. And yeah, I, I, yeah, it's been awesome. It's been awesome, Malv. Shout out, fist bump right here to Malv. Uh, final thoughts. Come back for episode 101.